Welcome to Noobs and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Craig WK, and I just wanted to let you know that Season 1 is drawing to a close soon. Look forward to Season 2 as the adventure begins with a new cast of characters, city, and threats, but in the same world. If you'd like to support the show as it moves into a brand new season, make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. For $1 a month, you'll get perks like exclusive Discord channels. For $5 a month, you'll have access to a monthly bonus show called Behind the DM Screen, where we discuss the show and a variety of topics. Thank you so much for listening to Noobs and Dragons, and I hope you enjoy the season as it draws to a close. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group allowed Telomere Venomstar to leave the tomb of Don Birchman and then confronted Christopher the Goat, who had been given shards of the Black Pyramid. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. The three of you are outside in the hallway, kind of peeking your heads in, and you see Enya Everwinter. She's in this large chamber. Uh, she's sort of just like kind of walking around and, uh, uh, she has a, like a blindfold on over her, uh, uh, face. You can't see her, uh, her eyes and she's muttering sayings that you've heard from the, uh, the dream journal. Uh, her hand is missing still. Uh, you know, she's just sort of wandering around in kind of a daze. And uh, you can see uh, now that you're sort of like, you know, kind of like paying attention to what's going on in the room. You can see above her. It almost looks like like just just immense blackness above her along the ceiling. And you can see up above, like almost like maybe floating in kind of in place in this like eerie black void is a block of ice that has this rune key in it. It looks like a just like the the similar one that you found within the guts of Christopher. Like the block of ice is like floating? Yeah. Like in the ceiling? Kind of just floating up there, yeah. But there's black all around it? Yeah, it's just like the ceiling itself looks like it's just... And almost an entryway into a void of like it, eerie blackness, and you see it up there floating. Is it like the darkness in the other room? No, no, no. It, it, it not quite exactly. You know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, to be honest, it's it seems more like the void of almost like the void of space. Yeah, like it opens up, and so is she undead. <clears throat> uh, do you have any ability to sense undead? Any spells? Any anything? That would t- I, I mean just I say can have yes. You, I mean I can have uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can have you just make a like uh, like I don't know perception check. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Sure. Am I invisible by the way? No. I I don't believe you're invisible, but you yeah. guys all are hiding uh, outside in the hall. Vanish. She doesn't, she doesn't seem to have noticed you guys. And what'd you get there, uh, Tilly? Seventeen. With a seventeen, I mean, she seems alive. She's certainly pale. She her her long uh, hair is is snow white. Uh, as far as that goes, you you know that in the the flashbacks you've seen of her, she once had blonde hair before she came into contact with uh, uh, Illinok. But as far as that goes, she doesn't seem to be dead. She doesn't, her flesh isn't rotting or anything. Is she saying anything? Like, what does it sound like in the room? Yeah, she's muttering uh, uh, sayings from the uh, dream journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. Uh, uh, you you kind of wait a moment, and you hear her kind of, like, mutter. She goes, I see a city in a green mist, deep and dark. No mortal was meant to. And she just sort of, like, mutters and spits those lines out as she kind of, like, walks around. I rolled a 22 for my vanish. Uh, stealth okay. check, you mean? Yeah, vanish. That was the move I used, vanish. Oh yeah, uh, uh, your hiding is a bonus action. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you are still not being seen by her. I'm extra not seen. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Although you're not being seen there. <laughs> um, you can't talk to it's me. just her, this ice block, the empty void of space, mm-hmm. and um, that's it. There's no one else in there. Nobody else is in there. Does it seem like the room's trapped at all? Or I like... mean, you see more of those like arcane markings along the walls, like you've seen them throughout this dungeon. Yeah, but those are those are already set set off, right? 
like they're still flashing like the other one. No, the these ones room. aren't. You guys aren't in the room yet. When you entered the oh, room with not? Christopher oh. is when you uh, uh, had the light go on. Do I notice any way to like disable them? You can make an Arcana check. Okay. By all means, go for it. And you said this ice block is 60 feet up in the air? I, I didn't necessarily put a, a distance on it. It, I mean, honestly, it doesn't look that high up. Like, if the ceiling is about, like, maybe 20 to 30 feet, it doesn't look much higher up than that. But it's in this weird, just black void. Uh, I rolled a 13. Uh, with the 13, you look at the uh, the markings on the wall. Uh, you can see there's more of those markings that are not only like channeling some kind of power deeper into the dungeon, but it looks like those alarm spells are here as well. You you think that if you had time, you could probably like undo them, but like, do you have hours to go oh, through okay. the dungeon it would take and undo? Un- well, because you would have to like like you know disable them on you know like either side of the walls. You th- you think that you might even have to like go further back into the dungeon to like you know stop them at their source mm. where the spell first you know was uh, marked down. So you can. It just seems like it would take a long time. What would you guys like to do? Yeah, yeah, you can whisper to him. You can't whisper to me because I'm not there. Okay. Should we just go in and kill her? I don't know what to do. <clears throat> we need that runestone. What do you want to do? I mean, we can go in and try to get it without having to kill her. But I have a feeling that we're probably going to have to kill her. Yeah, I think anything that we go in contact with here is going to either kill us if we don't kill it first. I mean, that's certainly how it worked with Christopher. Much the goal. <laughs> Although Christopher did technically offer for you guys not like to join with Glaris, and you guys turned him down. Here's here's my two cents on it. She's completely batshit crazy, and probably would thank us for saving her from whatever she's doing right now. So I say we kill her. So we go in. You can go in. Whoa! Why do I have to lead? I'm just invisible. Hiding out, out, waiting. All right, Tilly, you ready to do this? You don't want me front of the line. That's all I'm saying. It defeats the purpose. What do you? Yep, I'm ready. Let's do this. I'll start. I'll walk in alertly, quietly though. Quietly and alertly. Stealthily. Are you stealthing in? But but stern. But stern. Stealthing. Here's a question: Are you stealthing as you walk into the middle of the like middle of the hall into the middle of this chamber? I want to just like. Hug the wall, though. I don't want to like get too close to her. I want to go in, but sure, make sure that I'm as close to the hallway as possible without being like in the center of the room. But aggressively, don't listen to him. But with stealth, Alistair, you step foot into the chamber. Yeah, much like before, the alarm spells all glow, and she immediately stops, turns in your direction, though she can't see you with the blindfold on her eye, and she immediately holds out her arm, the one that has no hand on it, and uh. Uh, she just looks in your direction. And she says, the vast emptiness of space is so cold. And an icicle just juts out of her arm where the hand was. And a great sword made of ice that looks like a giant icicle pops out. And cold wind starts blowing from up in the, like, where the void is coming from. And starts kind of spinning around the room. Uh, go ahead and make an initiative roll, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, I told you we shouldn't have done this. Jeez. And let me know what Nine. you get. Nine? Seventeen. Ha! Seven. Uh, and you had seventeen uh, there, Alistair? That's correct. Alistair, you get to go first. You feel cold wind starting to spin around the outside of the room. Uh, you feel like it hasn't quite revved up just yet. You think when it's her action and she can have a little more control, you feel like uh, cold wind is going to start spinning in your space. Um, do I feel like like there's a way to like stop this from taking place? The magic or like the wind? Yeah, you like is it feel like a magic. spell? You don't. It's, okay, she didn't cast a spell. You didn't. It just it happened as soon as the like it, it was on her will. Oh, basically. Okay. Um, I would like to. Hmm. Um, if I move into the hallway, will I be like? Uh, within 60 feet of her? Uh, n- no, no. No? Uh, you Well, uh, hold on. In the hallway, she's in the middle of the room. I would say that it's probably about like 40, 50 feet away from where she is right now. Okay. So like if, if I could just move out of like 
like where the room and the hallway meet, just in the hallway, just outside the room, just in case if like, cause I, cause last time when we fought Christopher, like the room just like went crazy. Um, well, really, Christopher went crazy. It wasn't yeah, really the room, but I was kind of contained by the room. Like, fair enough. Couldn't dodge or anything. What are you doing? So yeah, so I want to move back a little bit so that I have some distance between her and myself. Sure. So I'm in the hallway a little, and then I'm going to cast uh, Shatter on her. Absolutely. Um, What's the saving throw she has to make? Constitution. She gets a uh, uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, 19. Yep, she saves. So it's only half damage. Mm-hmm. All right, 3d8. And what'd you get? Nine, 19, so that'd be eight? No, it'd be, how, do you, how does it round down for? Round down. It rounds out, so eight. Okay. I, I, a, kind of like a, uh, a loud noise, you know, sort of abruptly strikes her, and she doesn't seem very phased. I, her turn. Wind starts now spiraling around the room, and you can barely see her as like cold wind starts like shooting past the the entryway into this chamber, uh, and you can't really see very well what she's doing in there. Okay, I, I'm maybe I'm bad at math, but wouldn't that be nine? You did nineteen damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be nine damage. Okay. Oh, nine? Okay. Okay, I just... No, I, it, I'm bad at math. I, I didn't know. I was like, I'm like sitting here, I'm like, wait a minute, I think he cheated himself a point of damage, and that's going to come into big time here. <laughs> Don't... Oh, point For the damage. record, anytime you guys shortchange yourselves, I'm not going to stop you. You can uh, shortchange yourselves anyway, anytime you like. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I go back to vanish. <laughs> uh, Tilly, it is your turn. Uh, just... Biting cold winds are spiraling around that room. You can now really no longer see her very well in that room as the wind is just picking up and cold is just, like, you know, splicing through. Cool. And she's across the room? Maybe. Or at least the last we saw of her, she was mm-hmm. across the room? Yeah. Cool. Um, Alistair's probably the closest to where she we think she used to be. Yeah. Cool, I'm going to run up to Alistair. I'm going to cast Protection of Energy on him and give him resistance to cold. Ooh, cool. Wonderful. So I just take half cold damage? Yeah, you just cold resistance. Oh, okay. Jandar, it's your turn. So we don't have vision of her right now? No line of sight. No. It's just like a, a hailstorm, basically. Basically like a yeah. tornado around yeah. the room. <laughs> Take a shot in the dark, bro. <laughs> Take a shot in the ice. I, I don't think that's how it works, yeah, guys. I don't, I don't think it would happen. I don't think that's how it works at all. Um, Can we see the... Uh, well, I'll ask on my turn. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you shoot a flaming arrow first, you'll be able to see her, <laughs> and then the second shot, you can maybe hit her. <laughs> yeah. You know that spell um, you never use? <laughs> <laughs> what, the flame? Yeah. I've used flame. It's just sharpshooters better now. Oh. I used flame before I got sharpshooter. <laughs> Whatever. So, you, know, you never use. Why don't you it? listen to the show? You never um, use it. Um. Oh, hi, um, Craig. Sharpshooter's a feat, not a spell. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> so, he burned you. Know, you. I mean, you can use it, but he has used it before. Yeah. Thank you. Whatever. He was using it on, I think, uh, uh, Groon to do more damage, which is what he didn't want to do. It all worked out in the end. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, what you doing there, Jandar? Oh, boy. You want to enter into the room so you can actually see her? No. Okay. Is anybody else in the room? Nope. Yeah, that seems like a terrible idea then. You're probably not wrong, but Um, I mean, as of right now, you can't see her. I am going to Mm -hmm. use... Yep. No, that's a bad idea. Not going to do that either. I'm just going to... um, Defensive Not, action or? No, no, I don't no. do that. That's dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to use um, Guardian of Nature, but I forgot what my options are, and I don't think it's in my book. The Two wolves. No, that's that's no, conjure woodland conjure creature. Wood. No. You either turn into a tree, right? No, I know or that. Or you turn into like a beast. Yeah. So I was gonna turn into a tree and take that extra. You take root and you get like health. I'll look it up for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to just plan on using that in the, and we'll see what it does? And if you decide not to use it, then you'll have like wasted a turn, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, wasted a turn is questionable at best because you have no idea what I'm about to do, but to blow your mind. Here, but because uh-huh. I have no idea what this spell does. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, anyways, mm-hmm. my question is: if I've laid down spike growth, yeah, 
I mean, that would affect us, too, if we had to walk through it. So yep. that's why I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it sure would. So, yeah, I'm going to turn into a great tree. My skin appears barky. Leaves sprout from my hair. Okay. Uh, and I gain the following benefits. Uh, Ten temporary hit points. That's neat. Uh, my constitution saving throws, I have advantage. And um, when I make dexterity, wisdom-based attack rolls with advantage. And now uh, while I am on the ground, the ground within 15 feet of me is difficult terrain for... <laughs> Your enemies. Ooh, Ooh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So you cast that, your skin becomes bark, leaves pop out of your hair, and that is your turn. The prettiest Jandar I've ever seen. Indeed. Alistair, it is your turn. What did the the old swamp tree sound like? Can you give me just a swamp Swamp burrow? sounded like I'm going to try to mock them. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm (laughs) Jandar. Uh-huh. Could I... Since I cast a spell on her earlier, I kind of have a general idea where she is. You know where she was. Right. She had a turn. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I can't see anything through it, so I'm just going to try to do it. Um, I'd like to cast Fairy Fire in that area where she was. Okay. It's a 20-foot... Spell is cast. ...cube. Okay. Was she over there? I don't know. You can't see in the room. Well, she's supposed to make it... <laughs> Talk about wasting a there. turn. <laughs> I mean, Talking I want to walk about into the ice. The yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is that anything else you want to do, Alistair? No, I'm just going to wait. Okay. Her turn. You don't know what happens. Tilly, it's your turn. Um, In my day, I've seen plenty of blizzards. What are you all so scared of? I don't know, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... <coughs> Mm-hmm. I, I honestly want to know what I don't even if this doesn't work I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna do anyway so I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna go up to Janner and I'm gonna cast true seeing on him huh the spell gives the willing the will a willing creature you touch the ability to see things as they actually are for the duration the creature has true sight notices secret doors and hit that are hidden by magic and can see into the ethereal plane uh and out of uh, uh, to a range of 120 feet. Jandar. <laughs> you see a wall of ice in perfect clarity. It sure looks cold out there. <laughs> I will say this. You do notice one other thing, though. You notice, because you can see in the ethereal plane? Yes. From here, even through the blizzard, you don't see Enya Everwinter, but you do see chains that kind of come down into kind of a general area, and attached to those chains are three souls that you can see very clearly with true seeing. You see the soul of uh, Gada Davida, and it looks like he's screaming, but you can't hear what he's saying. Uh, He has white hair. He's this little gnome who's just like shriek. It looks like he's shrieking, just wrapped in chains. You have uh, the uh, the what looks to be the spirit of uh, Ares Volta, who has this giant like knife just sticking, like a cleaver sticking in her chest, and she just is like this limp body that's attached to these chains, like wrapped around him. And you also have Don Birchman, his soul seems, but his it looks like he's missing limbs that have been like chewed off, much similar to when he was around, like attacked by Lucidia Grawl. You see those souls attached in the room. The chains come down, but not necessarily to one point, just kind of a general area. Holy shit, Tilly, don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> what you, sound like shit. You, you sound like Yogi <laughs> Bear. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. I'm a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Tilly? <laughs> oh, uh, God. Nope, pass. Jandar, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm going to share whatever I just saw. Um, but you said so you said they that stuff comes down, but not necessarily in the area. So like that's not giving me a way maybe to shoot some blind arrows in that direction. I mean, you could try shooting in that area for sure. <clears throat> uh, but as far as that goes, you don't have a single point where you know she is. Mm. Okay, well, I'm a, okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I? Well, no. If can I detect thoughts? Is would she be close enough? You would need to have line of sight line for of detect sight. thoughts. Yep. Uh, yep. But even then, like, it's just sort of like, I mean, she was probably about 40, 50 feet away before. 30, right? But yeah, it, but whether, okay. I mean, she might be like right outside, like she might be on the other side of this cold wall, but it seems like those chains are kind of coming down to like a far corner of the room. <sighs> mm. 
I mean, it's a blizzard. My flame arrows aren't going to do anything. So I'm going to... Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything else that's really clever. I'm a I'm a elf ranger, for God's sakes. I mean, you have damage reduction right now. You have your temporary hit points. Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk out there, and you're going to be like, you take 50 hit points of damage. You don't know how much it's going to be. I know, but I know you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's... Little on the metagamey side, what yeah. do you want to do? Does Jandar want to go in there and start fighting or hang out in the hallway? Mm, I'm just going to shoot uh, two arrows towards the chains. Don't roll attack rolls. Oh, wait, wait, towards the chains? Yes. Okay, that's different then. Uh, you can absolutely roll to uh, hit the chains because uh, you can see those. Yeah. Go ahead and roll attack rolls for me. Let me know what you get. With advantage. With advantage? Because yeah, he's a tree. Dexterity attack advantage. Then, yeah, you absolutely do. Why don't you go into tree form before everybody? I'm not gonna lie. I just remembered I had it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see here. First one is a 22. That's a hit. Are you hitting just the same chain each time? Uh, no. I'm gonna aim for uh, two chains. Uh, we'll do uh, Don. Two, two chains. Two chains is here. <laughs> yeah. Don Birchman. Don Birchman and. Uh, Aries Volta or Gada Davida? Davida. Davida, okay. Yeah. The next one is uh, 34. <laughs> yeah, you hit both times. Give me damage. And they're chained, so that's why I'm like, I can't put anything on them as far as... You wouldn't be able to Hunter's Mark them? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't really... Yeah, uh, you yeah, couldn't really so put Hunter's Mark on them or anything. So. Okay. And um, I think, technically, does your tree spell require concentration? Does my tree spell require concentration, Alistair? Oh, look at that. Because if it does, then you wouldn't be able to use Hunter's Mark. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. That's why I never use it. There you go, Tilly. That is why. Okay. Uh, that would be 27 total. Uh, to the first one? Or uh, are we just going to apply 27 I, I, damage yeah, to each I, of them? 27 was my, was my combined two arrows. Oh, these are two separate pools of, because oh, they're two separate chains, right? Yes. Uh, so we just want to split them in half for the damage? Sure. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Uh, okay. You notice the chains do, like the arrows seem to strike it, and the chains kind of rattle a bit, and uh, you hit Gada Davidas and Don Birchman's. You hear the voice of Don Birchman kind of cry out uh, a bit, uh, and then you hear Gada Davidas scream for a few moments, and then it's gone. Your friends don't seem to notice that, oh, though. That's okay. They don't even hear it. They don't seem to. Only so, you did. So my physical arrow hit something. I heard it, but they huh? didn't hear anything. They didn't, your friends didn't seem to react. Fantastic. All right. Well, with my bonus attack, or with my bonus move, I will do nothing and stay still. Fair enough. As a grand tree that I am. Indeed. Uh, okay. And that was about half each. Okay. We could tell that he shot at something. Right? Like you saw arrows fly, and they okay. seem to bounce off something. Like, you, Well, actually, you guys wouldn't see the arrows. So you just see the arrows go through the snow and then vanish. That's yeah, all you okay. would see. Uh, but we can, can, I, can I, with my bonus thing, can I just inform them of what I yeah, saw? I would allow that. Okay, now you know. Elister, it's Knowing's your turn. half the battle. Yeah, okay. uh, I still have the cold resistance, or no? Yeah, uh, right? Yeah. How long does that last? Forever. <laughs> Forever and ever. Oh, I'll never get a cold chill in the night again. I'll double check. Okay. Um, I guess then I will... I can't really see her or find her, so if I enter in... What do I see if I enter in? Are oh, you entering yeah, in or not? I'll, I'll take... I don't have to use all my movement at once, right? No, you could use the, like, you know, probably, uh, like, you know, uh, five feet step through and, and see... And yeah. So you step in five feet and snow is, is just pelting you. You take ten cold damage... Which becomes five, five cold damage. Five, okay. I uh, and then you take another five foot step because you can't see anything in the middle of the snow, and you are in the chamber, and you see that only the, about five feet around the chamber is uh, all this snow and ice. Uh, it is coming out of the ceiling and like kind of comes down and then just starts spinning, uh, and it's spinning pretty hard, uh, which is why you can't see it. But you do see, I. Uh, uh, and you ever winter in the chamber, and you vaguely see now that uh, Jandar has pointed out, you see sort of like like every so often you see like this spectral image of somebody in chains floating above her, and uh, specifically you see well actually no you would see very clearly uh, 
two of them, Gata Davida and Don Birchman. Aries Volta, you only see as a vague outline. It's very hard to see like her. Yeah, just a very, fl- like a small flicker and it kind of vanishes. But for a few moments, it looks like you can see those chains on the two of them. Are they attached to... Um, they're kind of come down and they're around Enya Everwinter. They doesn't... It seems like the, the, the vision of them is harder to see as they come down. So you can't really uh, like see where they're attached mm-hmm. to her. But they seem to be like binding them to her. So, for, so to me, it would feel like she's like has these souls bound to her. Kind of seems like it. Or they're they're attached to her in some capacity. Mm. Otherwise, uh, uh, Alistair, the only other thing to let you know is it looks like with those turns where you couldn't see what she was doing, her sword is now grown in size. Oh, okay. It's quite a bit bigger. It, it looks like it's bigger than a great sword would be. It almost looks like the sword like a giant would be wielding at this point. It's huge. But it seems to be no weight to her. Her yeah. arm moves around without issue. Uh, and so, like, it's an, like this is like an eye of a storm. There's not snow or hail directly on me. It's just around the outside of the room. Okay. Yep. Um, so, how far away is she from me then? Uh, from where you're at right now, probably an additional like uh, forty feet, because you uh, you've now stepped in about ten feet 10 closer. Feet. So yeah, she's about. Uh, so I wouldn't uh, be able to reach her. No, you could run and get up to her, get in melee range, but you wouldn't be able to attack after that. Um, I want to move closer to her. Um, does it look like she has like reach with her? Like, does she look like she has like extended? Normally, attack a great range? sword would not have extended no. attack range, but hers does because it is so much bigger. You think that she has about ten feet range? So I'm gonna move up ten more feet, mm-hmm. and then um, I'd like to take a defensive stance. Absolutely, you take a defensive stance. Does it? What does that do? That just makes it. She has disadvantage okay. on your attacks against you, and uh, you make de- uh, dexterity saving throws at uh, or with advantage. Okay, cool. Her turn. You enter into the the like into the, like closer to the center of the room, and she advances up. Uh, she gets it about ten feet away from you, and she goes to swing at you twice. Uh, she misses, and she what's your AC? Seventeen. Yeah, she, she has disadvantage. Oh wait, no, she has disadvantage. You're right. Hold on. I. Uh, oh, uh, the second one she actually does hit. The first attack was totally a whiff, but the second attack she does get you. I. Uh, and uh, you take uh, 27 uh, like cold, or actually, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 27 cold damage, round down. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, not Halved. round down, uh, calved round down, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she strikes at you a couple of times. Uh, otherwise, that's all she can do right now. So, Tilly, and that's rounded down, right? Is yeah, that- round down. Uh, Tilly, it's your turn. You see <sighs> Alistair head into the uh, chamber, and uh, you don't hear anything after that. You hear maybe like the clinging of like ice or metal in somewhere in there. We'd be like, oh, all right. Well, since Jandar can see in there and Alistair's gone, I guess I'm gonna have to uh... run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see ya. <laughs> I'm gonna put on my cold weather gear. And I want to make sure that people know that I got one of those like big hats with the floppy ears, and then I'm just gonna walk into the storm. Sure. So you use your action to dress yourself in uh, cold uh, gear, uh, and as far as that goes, uh, you step into the uh, 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 into the storm, and you take ten cold damage. Uh, does your parka give you advantage on that? Yes, it or does. Uh, gives you resistance. You know what? Sure. You t- you <laughs> took the time to save your parka from earlier in the campaign. I'll allow it. You take only five cold damage. You step yes. through, and you yes. can now see. Uh, you use save your standard your action to do gear, it. <laughs> save your cold weather gear. <laughs> adventuring tips from Tilly. <laughs> save your cold gear, old adventuring gear for when you need it. You never know what icy bitch you might run into. <laughs> Tilly, you used your standard action already. Uh, however, is there anything else you wanted to do? You've used about 10 feet of movement entering into this place. Anything no, else? that's about it. You you hang out uh, uh, yeah. outside of the storm, but uh, clo- you know closer to uh, or closer to the edge. Chandar, uh, it is your turn. Okay. Um, when she moved up to. Um Alistair, I know I couldn't see that. You saw the chains move, though. That's what they I'm... sort of fluctuated around a little bit. Yeah. Now, but did the did the other three like um, dead people? 
Did they move, or just the chains seem to like ex- move? It's as if the chains pulled on them, and they ca- went moving, uh, like you know, as if they were pulled on, almost like a balloon. Okay, so yeah, they, all right, that's what. Still questions. can't see the base where she is, but you do see them with your true sight. Interesting. Um, I will do. Who? What was the third that I didn't shoot? Aries Volta. Aries Volta. I will do two arrows on that chain. On that chain. I can do sharpshooter though. That, that you would can be do sharpshooter, and I uh, would colossal slayer work. Well, not on on that chain would it work because I haven't shot the it second yet. arrow. Would oh the second arrow? I would I would allow it. Yeah. Allow colossal slayer for the okay. second hit on that one. Yep. <clears throat> okay, then we'll do that. Um, sharpshooter both. Here we go. Absolutely. Let me know what you get to hit. That would be first one is a twenty-two. Oh, that's or, a no, sorry. Uh, first one is a. Worse? 17. And are you rolling with advantage still from your uh, uh, tree power? You no. Know. Maybe you want to do that. <laughs> well, it went up It went up two, so what did I say, 17? So 19. 19. A 19 is a miss. A miss, wow. It's hard to hit these things. They're chains rattling around in the astral uh, plane. Fine. Ethereal plane. Fine. My next one is a 28. That's a hit. Okay. Just slightly higher. Just, just a, slight, a pinch yeah. higher. I know, now we know it's between 19 and 28. <laughs> like, that'll help. <laughs> don't forget your cold weather gear. Hey, don't <laughs> forget your cold weather gear, folks. Brought to you by Hydra Hilt Hilda's proud sponsor of the Tilly Hour. 22. 22. I arrow... One arrow misses, another strikes it. You see, uh, uh, as it strikes it, like bits of blood spurt out of, like you know, where her wound would be, and she kind of like rattles around in the chains a bit. And you guys see uh, Don Birchman and uh, 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 Gada Davida's chains, and you see it a bit when you first walk in, Tilly. Like their their chains are like kind of like more solid, and then they kind of vanish and kind of go back into like the ethereal plane. But then you see uh, uh, Ares Volta's chain kind of come to life, and it's sort of like blood spatters into the air, and it kind of drips down on you, uh, Alistair. And when you go to wipe it off, there's nothing there. Does it look like um, she's hurt? Like um, I mean, uh, she Anya? has a I, she has a cleaver in her, but like she's a spirit like this is these are how this is how each of them die no no, no i know like is the what's her name and yeah oh, oh is, she does she, not seem to react she, she's not re- okay that doesn't seem about. to no okay i with my bonus action can yeah. i put on my cold gear that i still have in my inventory it was a standard action for tilly so i'll allow a half of your bonus action this turn and next turn to put it on Man, that's a cool looking tree with a hat perfect <laughs> yeah that's a little weird uh roll a d20 to see how big you got your cold weather gear will it fit you well, does it say I don't actually turn into a tree? I just, well, no, but I get, you are bigger. You grow bark like skin and yeah. stuff. Uh, it just well, it, says it just covers your body and your facial features. Okay, then that's fine. Yeah, you don't grow in size, then then you wouldn't have to roll. So it will fit you. Yeah, it just says while you're on the ground. Yeah, okay. I have it just a, looks weird. Yeah, I just look creepy. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it doesn't say like ex- like r- like your feet become trunks. It doesn't say that. Okay. And now, could I technically move into the room? I, well, I mean. For Tilly, it was a standard action to put the gear on. Yeah. That's why, I mean, it'd be a bonus action this turn and then next turn to put it on. I mean, you can just go through if you want, but the cold weather gear won't help you until you've, you've oh, got it on. Oh, I see what lot. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, you can only put half the gear on right now. Yep. <laughs> you need that hat <laughs> well, cool. with the floppy ears. I'm just going to hang out there and watch him swing like a, a snow- giant sword at you. You look like a snowman with mittens on his yeah. sticks. <laughs> Alistair, it's your turn. Um, all right, so she's within range of me. Um, well, you'd have to step in, but yeah. Oh, yeah, 10 feet. Yep. So um, I guess I'll step into her and um, do uh, three attacks on her, one of them being a defensive flourish. By all means. Wait on her or? On, on uh, Enya. Is okay, it, I was. Right? there's two targets right now. I just want to know oh, who you're yeah, hitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I do, I, I, I kind of see the attack, the chain getting attacked. Do I even see it? I see it appear, but do I see it getting attacked? By yeah, the sure. Arrow? The arrow hits off it, hits the chain. One arrow goes wide, but you see the other uh, arrow hit it. So here's a question. If I'm yeah. in range of her, am I in range of the, the chains as well? Oh, sure. So I want to do one attack on her first to see what happens. Absolutely. Um, and I don't have any advantage or anything, so just look at the roll. Uh, that would be a 27. She hardly has any guard up. It slides right into her. Do I roll damage? 
Well, yeah. I oh, mean, okay. You rolled it, I, or, I, yeah. I was you, you made it seem like it, it doesn't do anything. Oh, no, no. Oh. I mean, it hits. Oh, okay. Blood spurts out. She's wearing like a robe. She's not wearing armor. She doesn't have her guard up. Well, I did seven damage. So it actually, so it actually looks like it's cutting into her. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll, I'll do the rest of the attacks then on on her. I just was concerned that it wasn't doing anything. Wait, does the chain react when I hit her? No. No? This is fucking weird. All right, I'll just do the rest Are you of hitting Enya? Uh, yeah, I'll do the other two attacks on her. Sure. Then. Give me a pool of damage. Uh, well, the other two attacks are a 23 and a 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her AC's like 10. Uh, so that would be... Uh, 15. Plus the 7 oh, from before. Oh, uh, yeah, plus the 7 from before, and then I get to use my um, uh, inspiration, mm-hmm. which adds another 4. Okay. Yeah, uh, blood spurts out. You stab her three times, and blood just ex- like just is just hemorrhaging out of her. Her turn. Uh, the... Tornado uh, uh, starts advancing further. You think by the start of her next turn, instead of just covering five feet along the wall, it'll cover ten feet and you know bring everything in a little closer. And she uh, uh, raises up her sword, uh, looks to you and just says, thirsty, teeth grinding, and then swings down twice. Uh, you're no longer using a defensive action, correct? Yeah. Um, AC's 21, though. Oh, uh, let's see. 12, uh, she hits with one but misses the other. Okay. Uh, you take uh, 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 16 cold damage, so only eight. eight. That is her turn. Tilly, it is your turn. I'm going to be Scorching Ray. Sure. On Two on her and one on the chain that I can see. Yeah, absolutely. And what you get for her? First one for her is 22. Oh, yeah, it hits. Second one for her is 24. All right, it hits. The chain is 26. Uh, you hit the chain, yep. All right, how much damage did you do to Enya Everwinter? To Enya, I did 33. Mm-hmm. To the chain, I did 20. And uh, you were hitting the chain that I... I uh, yeah, Aries, because that's the yeah, one I can see, yep, right? exactly. The chain shatters. And Ares Volta no longer has a hatchet in her chest. Uh, she's no longer bleeding. She's The chain is loosened, and her form just sort of kind of vanishes. It kind of starts coming down towards uh, Enya Everwinter, and then just sort of vanishes into the uh, 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 ethereal plane. Uh, Jandar, out in the hallway, you can see the, uh, the soul of Enya Everwinter. Uh, or, I'm sorry, no, you see the soul of Ares Volta, plainly come down and seems to hug Enya Everwinter and then just sort of vanishes. You just sort of see her hug onto something and then peacefully kind of vanish. Uh, Tilly, uh, how much damage... Uh, oh, no, I took your damage already for Enya. Uh, Enya now has a gaping hole in her uh, like stomach, and it's just tons of blood... It, well, actually, blood would be coming up, but it seemed to like hemorrhage or uh, seemed to like cauterize almost the wound, and so it looks like she's a little like wobbly on her feet. Uh, so it doesn't look like she's doing good. Anything else, Tilly? No, Jandar, it's your turn. I'm gonna do two arrows, stand two standard arrows to Don Birchman's chain. Absolutely, go ahead and roll. Let me know what you get. I'll uh, be a 26. Oh, that's a hit. And a... And you're rolling with advantage? Nope. Don't forget your fancy tree power. That's the reason you turned it on. Okay. The other one would be a uh, 30. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. So then I get Colossal Slayer on that second one then. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, oh, Don Birchman's changed his hit before, hit, so you yeah, already so had it. So you either one. Okay. You can only apply it to once anyway per turn. So, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter which one you were doing anyhow. Just give me a big old pool of damage, if you please. And let me know what you got. 35. 
the chain shatters. The two arrows pierce through, and uh, much like before Jandar, you see Don Birchman's soul become complete. He no longer looks like he's bitten up to pieces and stuff, and he moves towards uh, Enya, well, seemingly where Enya would be, and then kind of hugs and vanishes. You guys see uh, Don Birchman's soul come down, go towards Enya, and then just sort of vanish in towards her. You guys can't quite see the complete thing that the true sight is showing. Yeah, uh, Jandar, anything else you wanted to do? So that my bonus, I'm done putting my cold uh-huh. gear on. You want to go through? <sighs> sure. You step through, and you the the tornado of cold is now you know larger than it was before, growing in size. You move in about like 15 feet, and you're on the other side. You would take 10 cold damage. It drops down to five. Five of your temporary hit points are gone of the 10 you had. Gotcha. You are now in the room. You can see where Enya Everwinter is. It looks like she's not doing well. It looks like she has a lot of like wounds on her. She's not looking good. As far as that goes, though, it looks like there is only one chain left that you can see. Uh, and you guys can talk in between uh, or on your turns and stuff when you want to. But, uh, Alistair, it is your turn. Do I see the last chain? You would have to make a perception check as a bonus action to see it because it's just sort of like it fades in and out of like the ethereal plane. You know it's there. You just don't know exactly where, where it, is. it is. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll do a bonus action to see it. By all means. Let me know what you get. Uh, is there anything? I, oh, perception you said? Yeah, perception. Let me know what you got. Um, perception would be a 26. Oh, yeah. You absolutely see it. It kind of like glistens a little bit. Uh, like It almost like glows like a weird, eerie kind of like... Uh, pale blue color for a second, and you have line of sight on it. All right, I'm going to attack it. Uh, I'll do twice for right now and see what happens. Sure. Let me know what you get. Uh, one of them is a 15. It misses. Goes the other, wide. The other one is a 23. That's a hit. Uh, that would be a 14 damage. Okay. You hit the chain, and uh, uh, the only remaining chain is uh, Gada Davidas. Yeah. He kind of screams out a little bit and twists around, like he almost like he's kind of struggling. And, and now that it's been hit, you can see it a lot easier. Uh, you have one more attack. What do you want to yep. do? And so it didn't break. Okay. It didn't break. And then no. I'll use the last attack to, to hit it and see if I can break sure. it. Sure. And let me know what you get. Uh, I got an 18. You whiff. Goes right. wide. It's it's a little hard to see anyway, but like these chains, like it kind of almost like hits it and bounces off it. Yeah. They seem pretty tough. Uh, her turn. Uh, the kind of tornado of cold is coming in closer. It now looks like it's going to like be you know fifteen feet around the radius of the room, and she's drawing everything in towards the center. Uh, she still swings even though she's like like hemorrhaging out blood, uh, and almost seems kind of like you know light like kind of like almost like as if she'd be lightheaded, uh, and she raises up her uh, sword and uh, mutters, "The light of the stars, not the twinkle of radiance, but a billion hungry eyes watching and waiting for their time," and swings the sword twice at you. You no longer have the fancy increase at AC, right? Correct. Yeah, she hits you twice. I. Uh, you would take... You're saying me. Alistair. Yeah, yeah. She's swinging at you. Nobody else is close. Okay. Uh, she swings down twice. Uh, you would take uh, 20 and 20 cold damage. You instead take 10 and 10. Okay. Uh, and that is her turn. Tilly, it is your turn. Uh, the chain's been hit a few times. There's only one chain remaining. Uh, Enya Everwinter does not look good. She has no guard, so she's not like blocking hits or anything. She's just taking them, basically. It's, she's out of her mind, it looks like, and she just doesn't even know enough to defend. What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. It's a good breath there, Tilly. I'm going to... Uh-huh. I'm going to attack the last chain. Sure, with what? With... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like it's one of two spells. I just don't know which. I know that's. I'm trying to. Let's do guiding bolt so that if I miss or something, somebody has advantage on it. Well, if you miss, you wouldn't hit to give the next person oh, yeah, advantage. <laughs> do you want to inflict wounds or do you want to uh, get up close? No, uh, I'm okay. gonna do guiding bolt because sure inflict wounds that have to get too close to her and I you don't would. want her to hit me. Fair enough. Uh, twenty-one. 
That is a hit. Nice. Let me know how much damage you do. And go ahead and add that all up. And what'd you get there, Tilly? Um, 19. You create a ball of radiant energy in your hands. You throw it out towards the uh, chain, and it lands on the chain and shatters. Gada Davida no longer has his pale white hair that you saw, you know, uh, uh, you see him have, and like you saw in the flashbacks. He's now back to having his like brown hair that he did in the flashbacks early in the pain chateau that you saw. Uh, he just, uh, uh, Tilly, you just sort of see uh, him float towards. Any Everwinter, and then vanish. Uh, once again, uh, Jandar, you can see that he goes in and hu- like hugs uh, any Everwinter, and then just sort of like fades away into nothing. And that is Tilly's turn. Jandar, it is your turn. All the souls have been freed. She's still standing there with like a weird kind of like wobble in her her you know step. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, you can't really. Maybe try to roll insight if you want to learn what she's thinking, but like it's kind of hard. She's been pretty insane so far. Right. I'm just gonna do two sharpshooter arrows um, to Inya. Sure. By all means. First one is a twenty-one. Oh yeah, her AC is ten. She's not guarding herself. Uh, second one is a thirty. By all means, you hit. Go ahead and give me damage. You did your advantage on those? I did my advantage on those, but I did forget to put Hunter's Mark on her. Well, you can't because you you're a tree. Well, that's true. Yeah, tree form. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. And let me know what you get. Forty-four. Forty-four damage. Two arrows just explode through her, like one in her shoulder and the other like in her side, and uh, just explode out the other side. Blood goes just rocketing out of her. Alistair, it's your turn. Does it look like she's about to, like, bite it? I guess, like... I mean, it kind of looked like she was going to before those arrows went through her. But she didn't afterward. Or she still looks the same afterward. I mean, she's standing. Do I feel like she's... I don't know what to do. Uh... Kill her! I guess I'll have to attack her. I mean, sure, if you want to. If you don't want to, then don't. This it's your this, turn. This ain't the Enya we knew it's and loved. Did we love her? I don't know. I mean, enough to stay at her house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> stay at her house and do a uh, job that you continually are still doing for her. Technically. Oh, we still are. Yeah. But you're we? following this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe she'll give us that book back. <laughs> it doesn't all seem right. like she has it. She doesn't so, seem to have it on her. 10 is her AC? Yeah. All right, so all three hit and... Mm-hmm. uh I'll use inspiration on one of them. Um, that's not a D8. Mm-hmm. Let's roll the D10, Craig. That would have been bad, wouldn't it? And it would have. 5, 11 plus. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. 30. Five points of damage. You stab into uh, uh, your blade into her and pierce through a few times, and yeah, it just glides right through her. You're not piercing through armor or anything. Uh, as you stab into her, uh, you feel her body, which isn't, you know, like wasn't very strong on its feet to begin with uh, as of right now. Uh, slide down your swords and just kind of lean up against you, and you see the blindfold kind of fall off, and uh, and she's just sort of like hunched over on your uh, shoulder. And yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and she horfs up some blood. She says, "Oh, that's Alistair's voice, isn't it? I was just having a really terrible nightmare. I." Uh, and she doesn't really stare. She she looks. She just sort of stares through even you guys on the other side of the room. She says, I've been having these really terrible nightmares. I've been writing them down in this book. If you can, what I'd like you to do is go to the city of Narquelian. I have a friend there named Gada Davida. <coughs> I'd like him to look at it. 
I, I hope it's nothing, but he should know more than anyone. Yes, Inya, we'll, we'll take care of it. Rest now. Close your eyes. Oh, it's rather dark tonight. I normally could see through the dark so well. I'm right here next to you. I think I'll lay my eyes, close my eyes, and lay down for just a few moments. But if I look like I'm stirring, do wake me up. The nightmares are terrible. Of course. And her body goes limp. And the frozen block of ice that was just sort of floating in the void of space, the tornado sort of ceases, and it just sort of falls to the ground and shatters. And the rune key is lying in the middle of the floor. Sleep in peace, Enya. And she doesn't respond. We'll make a medicine check on her. Go ahead and roll. Fourteen. Well, the cause of death was three sword wounds in her stomach, a couple more sword wounds, some arrows, and a scorching bolt that uh, you know eradicated her innards. She's dead. So we killed her. Yeah. But she did wake herself up and seem to be sane in death. I mean, that's good. That's all we can ask for, right? I'll lay her down Let's take gently. This key. You lay her down. Her The sword made of ice is just vanished away. Does she have the book on her? You search her and she does not have the book. Okay. All right, let's take the rune key and let's keep moving. This place is shitty. The tomb of Don Birchman? Yeah, you don't say. You guys... Grab the rune key, you go back to the central uh, chamber, and you place it inside, and you now can use the, or actually both of them, because you didn't leave any of them behind. You place them inside, and you now have the key. You want to open up this door? Yep. Do we want to heal first? (sighs) I'm good. I'm feeling great. Yeah, of course you are, tree man. Feeling great. (laughs) Oh, that would have faded by now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm still feeling great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, does the spell say that uh, dexterity attacks have advantage? Yes. Uh, he read it. I didn't, didn't oh, okay, because if it was dexterity checks, they wouldn't have. I mean, I'm okay with that battle says, going the way it, it did. Attacks. Yeah, you, okay. well, you make dexterity attacks. and wisdom-based attacks rolls with advantage. Perfect. That's Perfect. Crazy. Perfect. I like this tree form. I lose a little you're bit of like, damage, but... You're like Etten, though. Yeah. Hey, boo-boo! <laughs> Not an Etten, a tree ant. Etten is Lucidia Grawl. He doesn't sprout a head. Um, uh, I said Enten. Enten? Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, if we take a short rest, that's an hour? An hour. Ugh. I mean, I'm feeling like 31 out of 75, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we're taking a short rest then, apparently. I'm feeling like 98 out of 98. You're a jerk. Uh, yeah, can we just take a short rest real quick before sure. we, we open the door? Yeah, Absolutely. All right, I'm going to heal up. Does that mean, do I get a D10 every short rest, or is it only once per day for the bard thing? Oh, no, it's every, ta- every time every you take time? a short rest and you use a hit dice, you are able to, okay. to add that extra amount in. So by all means, go ahead and heal up. If anyone needs to use short rests for anything, gain back abilities, whatever it might be, I don't know. All classes are a little different. And I... Uh, Otherwise, uh, as you as uh, you guys rest, you still hear echoes of what sounds to be a battle way down the hall. Sounds like the the string of cultists has not come to a close just yet. I hope Telomere got out. <laughs> what? I think what uh, uh, Tilly means to say is uh, uh, she hopes that uh, Telomere got out without murdering any of your friends. Oh, that's better. Okay. Yeah. I don't want him to cause a ruckus or a scene without us there. It's a ruckus. Yeah. Shut up, you Anton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even that anymore. I'm more off. I'm normal. Cool. I'm good. These are cold weather gear. Looks normal on you. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, so you guys want to open up the uh, the next chamber? Yes. You guys put the key in, twist it. And the uh, the door sort of like you know pop, uh, pops open uh, on either side and opens into a hallway where you see uh, uh, more of these like you know like rune like lights ru- like the magical runes lighting up leaning down the hall vanish and you duck into the shadows. 
All right, let's go. Stealth 22. Forward. By all means. 22, and what'd you get, uh, Alistair? I got a... Mm-hmm. 31. And you guys all very quietly creep down the halls. You know, very soft footsteps. You're all very quiet. And uh, you guys creep and creep down the hall with just this kind of eerie light, sort of just like kind of giving like kind of vague shadows along the, the edges of the, the wall. And you guys go down this hall and you find a doorway. Uh, it looks similar to the uh, previous doorway, but it doesn't seem to have any keyhole or anything. It looks like it has to be pushed open. Is it trapped? You can check. All right. What, what is that? Uh... Investigation. Uh, that is a 13. You see more uh, arcane markings, much like before. So it seems like the arcane markings are leading deeper into this place. They're getting more complex as it goes, uh, which is kind of strange. And otherwise, you notice uh, there are more of those alarm spells. Okay. Nothing seems like it's going to jump out and bite me in the door. Or Not something. that you can tell. Not yes. with 13. I'll look to Tilly because I can't see Jandar. Uh, you guys want to head in? Yes. All right, I'll open up the doors. You open Quiet, as quietly as possible. You softly open the doors to no avail as the alarm spells go yeah. off. And standing in the uh, the chamber, you see a very dapper old man with a long beard, uh, bald head, and he has a like a sword cane at his side, and he's standing in front of a uh, a door that doesn't seem to have those rune keys, but there is like uh, at least not the two. It looks like there's just one in the center of the 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 doorway. Another one of these weird elaborate uh, things put into the door. And Major Domo Sotheby Crux greets you and says, "Welcome to your demises." And he takes the sword cane. Pops it out of the uh, uh, the sheath, and it becomes infinitely larger as the sword pulls out, and it's just this giant great sort of bone and like twisted entrails uh, and like spikes coming off it, much like you saw before the sword of Saturn Volo, yeah. made of his body. Gross! You couldn't have gotten a nicer looking sword. Well, nicer looking swords aren't able to do this. And he swings the sword down and opens a rift, and he says. If you'd like the key to advance further, I do recommend you follow. Otherwise, you won't be able to enter. And he steps into the portal. But it stays open. Stays open. The fuck, guys? <laughs> we go in there. We're not coming out unless he lets us out. Or some, yeah. But we can't get through the other door. <laughs> yep, you can't get through the door without his key. And he just waltzed off. The portal is currently open. What do you guys want to do? Go in holding hands. Is the portal like vertical or is it horizontal like a hole in the floor? Uh, vertical. It's like almost like a... Uh, like in uh, the air? Yeah, look, it's like the air itself splits open. And and now where you're at right now, you can't really see inside, but like technically you can look through and see where you're about to go. That's the one of the, the weird so quirks like of Dr. his portals. Doctor Strange? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Doctor Strange. All right, let's peek at it. You guys walk up to the portal and you see what looks to be like a palatial mansion inside. A mansion. Sure looks like it. I mean, he's a butler. Why wouldn't he go to a mansion? Can I do an arcana check on this to see if it's like, like a re- or, or history check? Or like, do I recognize the mansion? I mean, from just a glance at like some of the furniture you see, yeah. you can't really make a history okay, check. Okay, yeah. I mean, you can, but like it's with disadvantage. Yeah, no. You would have to be inside to look around and yeah. see see things to, to let you know what this mansion's about. And I can see the door that we exiting this room and it's actually, it looks locked. It, it yeah, it doesn't seem to have a a door handle. There's no keyhole. It's just this weird indentation that these room like much like the previous room keys goes in and then it becomes open. So what would you like to do? Well, I guess we're going in. Jandar stepping in after Tilly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run and like kick the imaginary door down. No, I'm not gonna kick it. I'm gonna do like a like a like I'm diving into a lake. Swan dive? Yeah, like a swan Tilly dive. Tilly swan dives the in the portal. I'll just step in gingerly. Jandar? I'm gonna step in stealthily because I'm invisible. 
I mean, you're not exactly invisible. You're just hiding in plain sight. Anyway, I'm invisible. You, you creep <laughs> through the wrong. portal, and you guys find yourselves in a, a dark, dark. Uh, mansion, and you see like there's a, a strike of lightning, and it kind of lights up uh, a little bit. You can kind of see inside, and you see that there's the occasional uh, 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 like lantern and uh, lantern like hanging on the wall, and you see that uh, it looks like uh, uh, Sotheby Crux himself is lighting the lanterns, and he hangs you know hangs it up. And as you three step in, the portal vanishes behind you, and he says, "Welcome to the Galaxy Render Estate, where it all began." And as you guys glance around, you see portraits that line the walls, many of which look very suspiciously like Glarus. And one in particular, in the center of the room, you see what looks to be two children. One looks to be a half-elf with dark hair and black eyes with white speckles. And the other one looks to be, uh, and, and is a half-elf, the other child in the uh, uh, painting seems to be human. And... Sotheby Crux looks to you three and he says, It is rather ironic that you left a tomb only to enter a place which will become your tomb. And he holds up his sword and points it at you three. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.